Give me the history lesson. <laughs> Do you have any background with nothing? Okay. I got nothing. So have you're you, gonna give me had the you history. Even, had you even heard this song? I had not remembered it. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Welcome to the Greatest List Podcast, a show about music and lists. This season, your hosts Jason and Eric are counting down the top 25 guitar solos of the 80s and the top 25 guitar solos of the 90s. Think your favorite made the list? Tune in and find out. Take it away, boys. Welcome to Greatest Lists, a music and talk podcast featuring lists of the greatest songs of all time. I'm Eric, your host for this episode, and joining me as always, it's my co-host, Jason. What's going on, dude? Hey, man. I'm here, and uh, yeah, we got to look back at summer, but oh well. One last time. That's all we're doing. One last time. <laughs> we are continuing with our season two list of our favorite guitar solos of all time. Uh, we're currently counting down the top 25 solos of the 80s. But before we continue, this episode is sponsored by HalloweenCostumes.com which features the largest selection uh, online of Halloween costumes ever. Use our promo link in the show notes to save 15% on your entire order. You just click the link and the savings are automatically added to your cart. But you got to do it before October 31st, so get out there and do it ASAP. Mm -hmm. So on with the countdown. This week, at number 13, we are talking about the song Summertime Girls from the band Y&T. Behind the music. Y&T is, is an American hard rock heavy metal band formed as a cover band in 1972 in Oakland, California. Um, they were originally known as Yesterday and Today, which was a name picked from a Beatles album by the same name. According to uh, the band members, when they received the call for their first concert booking, uh, their first gig, they needed a name for the band. They didn't have one yet. Uh, and they just happened to be listening to that album from the Beatles yesterday and today, and that's what they gave their name as. That's how they got their name. Uh, they signed their first major record deal in 1980 with A&M Records. Uh, and A&M Records is, the one, is, the, is responsible for prompt, prompting them to shorten their name to Y&T. Uh, and that was based on because at their encores, the fans would chant Y&T, Y&T, Y&T. Okay. So that's, that's how yeah. I got shortened to Y&T. Um, <laughs> while they didn't garner a lot of mainstream success, they were absolute legends on the Sunset Strip. In the late 70s and the early 80s, they were playing the Starwood uh, four to five nights a week uh, during that time. And every hair band that, that was working the Strip at the time opened for them. Hmm. And most of them have credited that opening slot for getting seen and signed because the crowds were so big for Y&T and everyone who was anyone was there watching the bands. Wow. Um, so even got Lars, the shaft for being the headliner. Exactly. Even Lars Ulrich from Metallica credits seeing Y&T live on the strip one night in 1980 as the reason why he wanted to become a musician. Wow. He said, he said it was one of the best shows he ever saw and that they just looked like they were completely enjoying what they were doing and he wanted to do that. Hmm. Uh, guitarist and vocalist Dave Minichetti was born in Oakland in 1953. 
And he cites Jimi Hendrix, John Coltrane, Leslie West, James Brown, and Led Zeppelin as his main influences on his playing and his singing. Um, he is also cited by countless other guitarists from the 80s and 90s as an influence and an icon. Um, he was even asked to join the likes of Ozzy Osbourne, uh, Whitesnake, Alice Cooper, Peter Frampton's touring band, and others. Impressive. Yeah. Uh, Equipment-wise, he plays a Gibson Les Paul and a Fender Stratocaster. He's been playing the, uh, a Sunburst Gibson Les Paul standard since the early 70s, even during the late 80s when, this, when that kind of guitar wasn't considered in style. You didn't see a lot of people playing uh, Gibson mm -hmm. Les Pauls at the time, and he that's all he's ever really played. Um, sadly, he's the last surviving member of the original lineup. And while he still plays shows as Y&T, uh, he and his wife Jill also produce wines under the Minichetti, uh, Minichetti Wine label. Hmm. Uh, so they, they have a vineyard. Um, the song that we're talking about, Summertime Girls, was released in 1985. It was released as the first single and the only studio track from their seventh album called Open Fire, which was a live album. Um, and then later it appeared on their eighth studio album called Down for the Count. The song became their biggest, their biggest hit, as well as their first and only single to chart on the Billboard 100, peaking only at number 55. All right, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but while it didn't climb into the top 40, it was on heavy rotation on MTV. Um, I remember it being in rotation on Headbanger's Ball, and then the more popular the video got, it was more. It was getting more rotation during uh, during regular the regular times. Let's get personal. Uh, my first experience with Y&T was the, actually the video for this song. Um, I had not heard them before that, and and. Uh, a friend of mine had several other albums. So after I saw the video, um, I got a, his copy of the album Down for the Count. Uh, and it actually became one of my favorite albums for a long time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, uh, I, don't, I, I don't know how long, but it was in my car uh, after I started driving. It was probably in my car for the first six or eight months I was driving. And I listened to it all the time. <laughs> Um, and I had picked up a couple of their other ones, but uh, none, of them, none of them topped this you know, Down for the Count album for me. Um, but, but probably my biggest connection with this song is when I was a freshman in college, I uh, was teaching myself the solo for this song. And I was sitting in my dorm room one day practicing the solo, just trying to get it down. And I... And I made it through all the way one time, start to finish, and, and hit every note, played it I mean, better than I'd ever played it. <laughs> and I was so excited, I threw my hands in the air and screamed, yes. And as I threw my hands in the air, my guitar rolled off of my lap, and I broke the neck of my guitar. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's my <laughs> that's so a my, victory and a defeat. A victory in one and fell a swoop in, within the span of, of you know thirty seconds. So uh, that's my big connection with this song. <laughs> uh, but I have, but I was a fan of that of, of that down for the count album for a long time. Um, so anyway, what, do okay. you have any do you have any history at all with these guys? No, why? 
why number 55 made sense to me was yeah i had not remembered this song at all yeah uh let alone the band you know usually there's something in there but this being their biggest hit and me being the top 40 person i was like okay that makes yeah. sense that i just don't remember this and i so i went out and uh, one of the first things i did was watch that music video yeah and it was entertaining let me tell you um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's called Summertime Girls, so you can imagine there's plenty of summertime girls there. But yep. I especially enjoyed it when he uses that rocket launcher on the clown game. <laughs> <laughs> I do it's not like, know why. <laughs> oh my! You know what I'm talking about, people? Is the the where you take the baseball and you try to throw it in the clown's mouth? So yeah, and he's. There's a girl at a, a window at a like a food stand or something. And he's trying to oppress her, I guess, or something. He tosses a couple baseballs, and then conveniently to his right is a <laughs> rocket launcher standing up against the, the game, and he just pulls it up and launches a rocket right into the clown's it's, mouth. It's great. It is oh, so. It's total eighties cheese, but I loved every minute of it. I mean, you know. <laughs> God love the eighties. <laughs> yeah, it was insane. So yeah, had I had I remembered seeing that, you know, I probably would have remembered that song. Oh yeah, you would have known that. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, yeah, very entertaining. But yeah, no, no personal history with the band. Yeah. The breakdown. So this is a short solo, um, but it's always been one of my favorite licks. Um, just overall um that melodic first part of it is just full of slides and bends and, and i love those kind of licks um they just and if you play them right they just sound gorgeous and they just sound so you know just full but that next little run after that first part it, yeah. it's it's a little fast little run it's it sounds super tough uh, it, but it's just five notes played in a couple different patterns but Minichetti can play it so smooth and clean that it sounds way harder um, than it actually is. Uh, but it's just an incredible sounding lick. It's, it's one of those licks um, that guitar players learn because it sounds freaking cool, but <laughs> you don't have to put a lot of, you don't, you know, if you're, if you, if, if you're good enough, you don't have to put a lot of effort into it because it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot easier than it sounds, but it just sounds super tough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's always been one of my, I've, that, that little fast run at the end of that solo is just, has always been one of my favorites. Um, <laughs> and that's, so that, that's why I celebrated so hard whenever I, I pulled it off the first time. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it, I, uh, I listened to it once and it went by me. I was like, whoa, that was quick. You know, we were, <laughs> we've been listening to like ZZ Top when you get like two minute Billy Gibbons yeah. solos yeah. during those songs. But, uh, yeah, so I went back and I was like, "It's it's kind of somewhat basic at the start, I would say, but you know, once that second run, like you say, kicks in, you can tell that he knows what he's doing." Yeah, and it's uh, it's very cool, and just for the the tempo of the song, and you know, it's <laughs> it's a song about you know summertime girls. Yep. Okay, so it's not a you don't expect this huge melodic thing in the middle it's just more it's you know what i would say your normal kind of 80s rock uh genre 
you know, it yeah. fits right in there. You got that main riff that just comes out through the whole song. And then the backing vocals. I really love the backing vocals on this song too. So, I mean, it's a cool track. And uh, I, again, I'm, I'm surprised, even though it made just 55, that uh, I have not remembered this at all. It's like I said, cool it, it's, it's been a lot more time on Headbangers Ball than it did mainstream MTV. But it, it got to a point where it was so popular on, on Headbangers Ball that it, it kind of just broke through to you know regular... <laughs> But uh, not very much, and you know, which is the story of their of their career. Career, yeah, Just, yeah. They were always on the cusp, but never really broke all the way through. So, gotcha. So, so summertime girls comes in number thirteen on our countdown, and I've got uh, some bonus songs that will probably their solos a little longer, and they'll show off his chops uh, a little longer. Um, okay. Another one that's fairly well known for them is a song called Mean Streak. Uh, that's our first bonus song. Mm-hmm. And then from another one from that Down for the Count album is their version of Your Mama Don't Dance. And, oh, fun. I um, like that song. You know, of course, Poison did a version of that several years later. And mm-hmm. this 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 version destroys the Poison version. Oh, okay. Just Those trust me. Words. Yeah, just trust <laughs> me. Uh, and then he has a couple of solo albums. And from his 2002 solo album, there's a song called Storm. Um, that the solo is just ridiculous. And so uh, that's our third bonus song. If you have Spotify Premium, which we recommend, stay tuned. You're going to hear all those songs in their entirety. Uh, Free Spotify users, you'll get about 30 seconds. Other than that, you're going to have to use the song clip links in the show notes to find the songs on your favorite music app. Uh, Find us on the interwebs. You can find us on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it. We are at Greatest Lists. You can also find us on YouTube at Greatest Lists, or you can just go right over to our website, GreatestListsPodcast.com. Jason, we'll be back in the driver's seat next episode for our number 12 song. Mm-hmm. Trying to think of what it is. Oh, uh, we're yes. going to visit a little band down under. Yeah. Yes, I can't wait for this one. Uh, <laughs> thank you for listening to The Greatest Lists, and we look forward to continuing our, li- our countdown next episode. You've been listening to The Greatest Lists.